The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast and a new season of Raider football. The draft is over, the picks are in, and there's other news. There's a lot popping because, man, the season is right around the freaking corner here. Welcome to show 373. Let's move! Well, there's some news that comes across the wire you just love to share with the Raider Nation. And this is one of them. Randy Hansen. Remember him? That's right. The old coach of the Oakland Raiders who got his jaw popped off by Tom Cable. Cable's no slouch man, big man, strong man, obviously. And he just put down Randy Hansen. Well, Randy Hansen's going to prison, folks. Four years. Felony assault with a beer bottle. <laughs> Psycho coach now working at Cal Poly is in prison, and I don't think we're going to hear much more from this joker, but you just have to wonder, who started that fight? I love it. <laughs> Let's get to the show. Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the post-draft for probably one of the most waited for and anticipated drafts since I can remember. Reggie's draft, baby. It's in the books. We're going to hit on that. And the players. Who we got, and I think why we got them. Well, I'm going to try to spice it up on the bone line a little bit. What I'm talking about here is close encounters of the Raider kinds. That's right. Close encounters, what kind of close encounters have you had with a Raider great? I mean, there's a million stories out there, I'm sure. Stabler, Blitnikoff, I mean, there's a bunch. Kaufman, there's a bunch of stories. So if you're listening and you've been to that situation, because I've had some, and as a matter of fact, I had one just today. My story. Went fishing with my daughter. She'd been requesting to go fishing for a long time. I said, Daddy, daughter time, done. So we went out and went fishing at Lake Sonoma. And as we're fishing, we're having a great time, a great day, and a boat with three gentlemen comes up next to us. How you guys doing? Did pretty good. Had a good day. Got some nice fish. How about you guys? Oh, it's been a beautiful day. Struck up a nice conversation. And later at the dock, I come to find... That amongst the three gentlemen, Raymond Chester, fishing at Lake Sonoma. At the dock, we pulled over, talked for quite a while. What a gentleman. What a player. If you don't remember Raymond Chester, 1970, first-round pick, number 24. From a small college, he became an animal. A great tight end, one of the greats from the 1983 Super Bowl victory, the Oakland Raiders. So I have to just say that you just never know where things are going to come down. And for me, it came down right there. It was a fantastic moment with a fine gentleman, need I say, a great bunch of guys. And uh, there you go, man. That's my close encounter of the rate of kind. All right, let's get to it.
Raiders have traded the third pick to the Miami Dolphins. As those words were being said by Roger Goodell, Randy and I were sitting at a Buffalo Wild Wings in San Ramon with Greg Pop and the crew from 95.77 The Game. And we were partying down with Kingsford Kirk. And the superfans were in the house. And the Raiders were throwing a hell of a bash for the Raider Nation right there for this draft party. It was off the chain. Need I say that uh, it was a pleasure to see all my friends, man. I mean, in the offseason, you don't see all your brothers and sisters. It is just a fantastic time to get back together when, well, it's the offseason. You know what I'm saying? The party was off the chain. The Raiders did it right. And I got to say this, um, thanks to the Raider organization, looks like we're going to get some access to the OTAs as well as training camp this year. Yes, let's hear the crowd. Can you dig it? <laughs> I just freaking love it. And you know, it's good for everybody, man. Access is good for the Raider Nation. So, let us move on to the draft. Amazing. Let's hear a little bit about what Reggie McKenzie's thoughts were about this particular draft because it went down uh, with a surprise, really. With the 12th pick in the 2013 NFL Draft, the Oakland Raiders select D.J. Hayden. Well there. Defensive back, Houston. The top cornerback on Mike Mayock's draft board from Houston. You say he's the best story in this draft. Mike, he's now an Oakland Raider. This young man almost died on the practice field on November 8th. You know, Reggie looks like the cat that ate the canary to me. Looks like he really did. Reggie, 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 And um, it's kind of a trip. When we go through our picks, because I don't think... Now, I'm just talking about me, okay? <laughs> I'm just one guy. But I didn't see these players in my book, and I didn't see these names popping off, except for Hayden, possibly. But still, let's just get to it, because it's amazing, and we're just going to have to see how this pans out. But the picks, I mean, I was like, what? <laughs> So let's start with our first pick, number 12 in the 2013 draft. That would be D.J. Hayden. That's right, cornerback out of Houston. Now this kid, you know, a miracle story, of course. I mean, I didn't have him on my board, <laughs> my one name that was on there for sure, but listed as the number one best defensive back in the draft by Mayock, which, you know, really doesn't hold a pile of crap in some books. He almost got killed. You know the story. And that was probably why I wasn't thinking about the Raiders taking this guy. DJ Hayden, the Raiders ended up taking him at 12. They said they would have taken him at number three uh, had they not been able to trade back. Uh, what'd you think of that pick? I, I love DJ Hayden. Saw him play a lot in college. I think he's a lockdown guy. His speed, obviously, is unquestioned. Um, you know, I, I think that those positions, I think it's obvious those positions are getting 
more and more important in the NFL it becomes as it becomes a quarterback league. It always has been, but I think it's more focused on that now. And the, and the direct response to that is is rushers off the edge and and lockdown corners and defensive backs. So, you know, I, I think this is great. I, I I don't know if he returned kicks. So I can't remember. I, he may have, but I think it's, it's I think it's a great pick for the Raiders. <laughs> four-time Super Bowl champ, former GM of the Lions, the one and only Matt Millen on 95.7 of the game. The uh, Raiders had a very interesting day. You know, we we try so hard to either analyze the picks or pretend that we know, uh, and most of us, to be fair, weren't following these guys, you know, up till maybe a month ago, most of them. But with that said, Raiders trade down, get another pick from Miami, and then use that 12th pick on D.J. Hayden, what do you know about D.J. Hayden? What do you think about the pick? I think it's a great pick. I think it fills a need. I think the kid's a great kid. Um, I think he's, you know, he's got all the requisite skills you need to be able to, to you know, give himself a chance. That doesn't guarantee anything. Just he, he, it'll give himself a chance. Matt, how difficult is it to discern? I know you've made these decisions. Uh, the health of a player. This is a guy I know you have doctors look at him. Vinny Serrato was on with us today and said there are teams that didn't want any part of this guy because they're so concerned about this freak injury he sustained. I mean, how difficult is that process to make the decision on whether you want to decide the guy's going to be healthy or not? Well, that's not Reggie's decision. That He has nothing to do with that. Um, that's, a, that's a medical decision, and that's all with the doctors. And the doctors have to make that call. And it's not just one doctor. There's a bunch that you go through, and there's specialists, and there's and so the whole team has to feel comfortable with making that call. And um, and so they would have conferred with a lot of other people. They would have vetted that whole thing. And while there there still may be teams, and that happens every year, there are teams that don't feel good about it. Um, there are teams that do. And, you know, the Raiders weren't the only one. Uh, there would have been other teams that are, were, were fine with them. And so... Uh, you know, Reggie makes the football decision, but the medical staff, they make the, the medical decision. John Lundgren, popping here in the wheelhouse on a Friday, the Bay Area's new sound for sports. And if you missed it yesterday, your new radio home in the Bay Area for the Raiders. And good enough to be joined by the head coach of the Raiders, Dennis Allen. Coach, how are you? Hey, John. Hey, Greg. How's it going? Hey, DA. How are you? Doing good. So give, give us your thoughts. Give us a scouting report on, on your new guy. Obviously, you were a defensive back, defensive backs coach, so you know the position well. Tell us about this guy. Well, obviously, we were very excited to to be able to get DJ. I mean, we thought he was an outstanding football player. Um, We had him uh, really high up on our board, and and he was the best corner in our our opinion. Uh, And we're just excited about having him. I mean, uh, you know, you look at the long line of uh, Raider cornerbacks that have been great players, starting back with, you know, Willie Brown and Mike Haynes and Lester Hayes and, uh, you know, Charles Woodson and, and those type of guys. I mean, I, I think this guy's really got a chance to be a really good corner in this league for a long time. May have to give this guy number 24, huh, Coach? <laughs> we'll see well, how good he is. Hey, we're going to let him make a few interceptions before we do that. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you about his ball skills because he's got quick feet and he can cover. I, I saw that he had six picks in 23 games there and took two back to the house. How, how are his ball skills? Well, that was the thing in my mind that separated him uh, was the fact that, that he had great ball skills. 
Um, you know, one of the things that you look at when you're when you're looking at a, at a corner is how does he how does he play the ball above his head down the field? Uh, and and there was a couple shots on the tape where you just see him with the body control of a wide receiver to go up and make a play on the ball, and, and uh, that's what's key for a defensive back. You know, I mean, you you can have great coverage, but if you can't if you can't make a play on the ball, then then it doesn't really matter how good you have him covered. And and really, that was the thing that set him apart from the others. Dennis Allen, good enough to join us, the coach of the Raiders. We're talking about D.J. Hayden, the number one pick, 12th overall by the Raiders from the University of Houston. Obviously, his story off the field, for a lot of people, overshadowed his work on the field. You see ACLs and football injuries all the time, but you don't see something like this with with his heart. Uh, tell us uh, why you feel satisfied that uh, that's behind him and, and it was okay to pick him where he did. Well, I tell you, you know, we, we did a lot of research on this and, and spent a lot of time with our doctors, and I thought our doctors did an outstanding job of, of really researching this. But, uh, you know, we he's 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 totally healed. Uh, he's totally fine. Um, you know, the the situation that happened with him, it, you know, you know, I compare it to getting struck by lightning three three times. I mean, it just doesn't happen. You know, the chances of something like that happening. So we feel like that. Uh, you know the fact that he's totally recovered. The doctors and everybody feel feel great about that. Uh, we really didn't see it as a health risk. Uh, we we saw it as something that was, uh, you know, an unfortunate situation and, and fortunate for him that he was able to come out of it. And uh, you know, this is a guy that loves football and he's looking for the opportunity to get back out there and playing again. Yeah, and he's going to have to overcome it. I think probably more uh, mentally than physically. Kind of like what Mike Goodson had to go through last year, coach, after taking that hellacious hit on the practice field. Uh, we're not going to know really till he straps on the helmet and tackles live for the first time in a preseason game in August. But how was he as a tackler in college? Uh, he was an exceptional tackler. He was very physical uh, as a tackler. Uh, you know, and, and again, you know, when you look at these guys on the on the tape, you look at. You know, you look at every aspect, and and a lot of times you'll look at these corners, and they don't want to they don't want to go in there and tackle anybody, and that was that was something that we looked at, and, and DJ was was more than willing to go in and and, and put his nose in there and, and tackle people. So uh, I think this guy's a complete corner. Uh, he can play man, he can play zone, uh, he can run support. You know, I, I think he's a complete corner. Coach, uh, I know with now you got to the three corners. You went out and you signed a lot of guys defensively. Of the of the three corners that you have, the two that you signed in Jenkins and Porter, and and now eight, adding a Hayden, who would be most likely then to play inside? Well, I think that's that's what we'll look at as we go through. You know, I mean, uh, both Mike Jenkins and Tracy Porter have both played inside in the nickel, uh, and that's something that we'll evaluate as we go along. I think the thing that you look at is, you know, obviously, you, you know, you go back and look at last season and what we went through at the corner position with the with the starting two corners getting hurt. Uh, you know, in the first two games of the year, you can never have enough corners uh, and enough depth at the corner position in this league, with it being a passing league and and playing in the same division with with quarterbacks like Peyton Manning and Philip Rivers and now Alex Smith. You know, uh, we felt like that was a position where we wanted to make sure we had uh, plenty of depth and a lot of players. And I think with the offseason acquisitions as well as the the draft choice of DJ Hayden, we've really addressed that position. Uh, take us back to when you guys were on the clock yesterday, DA, because you're, you're sitting there at three, and Hayden's the guy you want, but you feel like you can trade back and obviously get something more. So Miami calls, and you you get number 42. You know, do, do you guys actually have a trade value chart there where you're looking at it and saying, well, is 12 and 42 enough? Should we get an extra pick, maybe a 38 or a 40? Or you just try to make the best deal you can then. 
Well, yeah, we, we've obviously got the chart. We, we look at the valuation on the chart. But at the end of the day, you got to make that gut call of, uh, you know, what, what can you get in this situation? Uh, and, and what's the chances that you're still going to be able to get your player when you were picking? And uh, uh, we really felt like there was one team that was ahead of us uh, that we thought might take a corner, and that was the Jets. And obviously they, they took Milliner, uh, which made DJ available to us at 12. So that was the only part that was just a little bit nerve-wracking. But once we got through through that, we knew we were going to get the guy that we were ready to take at number three anyway, and we picked up the 42nd pick in the draft. So it worked out great for us. Uh, Dennis Allen, good enough to join us, head coach of the Raiders. John Lund, Greg Papa here in the wheelhouse. Uh, 95-7 the game. Okay, so today, like you said, you pick up that pick in the uh, in the second round. How do you, how do you think you'll uh, you'll handle that? Well, I mean, obviously, just like we did with the first pick, you know, we're going to look and see who's the best player available uh, when we get to that spot, and uh, and then you know, obviously, if 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 calls come in and, and people are looking for that pick, we'll 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 measure what's on the board and what we think we can get, uh, and, and do a you know basically a cost analysis of you know. Uh, what, what it would take for us to move back. So uh, that's the great thing about the draft. We're excited about where we're at. We're glad we've got a second-round pick, uh, which we didn't have going into the day yesterday. So we've got a little bit of room to operate. Give me a little feel of the war room. I know, I know Reggie's there, and Joey uh, Klinkscales is to one side, and Sean Herrick, the director of college scouting, is to the other, and you're there as well. Just give me a feel for all the bodies that are there. How many people are in that room with you guys? Well, they, you know, I don't. I guess I haven't counted exactly how many, but there's probably there's probably 20 people in there. Uh, you know, we've got the offensive defensive coordinator. We've got uh, Tony Sperano, our assistant head coach, is in there. You know, all the scouts as well as the pro personnel. Uh, you know, Mark Davis sits right next to, uh, to Reggie, so he's in there when we're going through the, uh, you know, the decision making process. And, uh, the doctors are there in case there's any type of medical issue that we want to, you know, confirm before we make a pick. So there's a lot of people that are there, uh, and a lot of people have put in a lot of hard work, uh, to get to this point, and, and, uh, we're, we're excited about where we're at. Coach, obviously, a lot of changes, especially defensively in the off season. You change at the quarterback position. Just, just overall, how you feeling about your team right now? Well, I'm, I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm excited about the the changes that we made. Uh, you know, and 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 what we said from the very beginning was the type of players that we wanted to bring in here: guys that love football, guys that wanted to work, and guys that wanted to put the team first. And I think, uh, you know, you can feel the vibe around the building of those type of guys that. Uh, you know they're 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 ready to go to work for each other. They're ready to go to battle with each other. Uh, and, and when you got those type of guys, uh, you know you you can go into battle every day and feel good about where you're at. We had a chance to meet Matt Flynn yesterday, coach, for the first time over at the uh, draft party in San Ramon. He's a pretty sharp guy. Yeah, really sharp guy. Very charismatic. Got a lot of uh, great leadership qualities. Uh, you know, I'm 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 excited about uh, that acquisition and getting him here. And I'm looking forward to getting him out on the field and and getting a chance to work with him. Yeah, he's interesting because uh, obviously we've seen what he did in Green Bay. Didn't play much last year in Seattle because of the emergence of Russell Wilson. Obviously, he's different than Carson Palmer. H- how do you describe him? Well, I think uh, you know he's got all the intangibles. Uh, 
that you look for with the uh, the intelligence, the leadership ability, uh, just his ability to when he gets that opportunity, move the ball down the field, uh, you know, put points on the board for his team, you know, and that's what he's done. He's had you know really a couple opportunities to start in this league, uh, and in both both instances he played uh, very well. Uh, you know, obviously things didn't work out for him in, in Seattle last year, but uh, it afforded him the opportunity to come here, and we're looking forward to working with him. Coach, uh, we announced yesterday a new partnership with the Raiders. We're really excited to be uh, working with you. I know Greg works with you already, but uh, the whole station is very excited to work with the Raiders. So thanks, and we look forward to it, and thanks for the time today. Well, great, guys. I appreciate it, and, and congratulations, and we're looking forward to working with you. It's going to be great. Thanks Good again, luck Coach. today. Appreciate it. Okay, take care, guys. All right, there you Bye. go. Welcome, DJ Hayden. Welcome to the Raiders. I sure hope you're one of those backs that we get in a lifetime, that we get to enjoy your great skills and shut down capability because, man, from what I've seen, you're great in the in the cover, too. You're great in zone. You're great a man on. And so what can I say? If you turn out to be a tenth of what I think you can be, I think you will be a Hall of Famer. Welcome, my brother. We need you in that secondary, and I think if we got the right guy, it could be crazy for the Matrix. <laughs> Next, we have an offensive tackle, Minnelik Watson. Minnelik Watson, big offensive tackle out of Florida State. The offensive tackle from Florida State, and this is a very good pick for the Oakland Raiders. They got Jared Veld here at the left side. He is a stud. They needed somebody else on the right side last year. Khalif Barnes, Willie Smith gave up nine sacks, 15 quarterback hits, and 37 quarterback carries together at that position. So a massive liability, not to mention in the ground game, they averaged just over two yards at carry running behind their right tackles last year. So that was a problem area for this team. They're trying to address that. So certainly you got to think this is a good pick. A guy that many people thought might go in the first round with the run on offensive tackles. They're able to get him here now in the middle of the second round, and I think it helps solidify a big need spot for the Oakland Raiders. Well, Menelik Watson is a fascinating player. He is a guy that's actually born in the United Kingdom, came over to America actually as just a, a multi-purpose athlete, was trying to latch on somewhere, played with Kyle Long, who was drafted in the first round by the Chicago Bears uh, at, at Saddleback Junior College, actually, and then wound up going to Florida State, started immediately as a junior at the right tackle position, where uh, I believe that he'll be playing most likely with the Oakland Raiders. An absolute freakish athlete, even though his 40 times didn't demonstrate demonstrate that. But he is a spectacular player, a guy that I think can compete for immediate playing time with the Oakland Raiders. Meanwhile, let's head down to the war room and get the grade for the selection. Over to you, Pete Prisco. What do you think? I really, really, really like this pick. I, I've watched this kid. I've studied him. I've talked to him. I, I love former basketball players who step in and play offensive tackle. He's got great feet. He's got to learn a little bit. He's got to learn how to play the position, but he plays a nasty version. Remember this guy tried, he was a boxer. He tried boxing. He's a tough guy. He's a warrior. I love the pick. Uh, it's an immediate need if you watched the Raiders last year, particularly if you watched them against Atlanta, the right tackle spot was terrible. And it's been that way for a long time. He'll step in with Valdir. Nice tackle tandem. A grade, A grade for the Oakland Raiders. I love this kid. Metal of Watson. Which was really a mind blower to me. I I just was scratching my head and looking around the room and seeing a lot of question marks in the faces around this Raider fan. Intriguing, to say the least, the single one year at Florida State where he showed speed, toughness, and strength 
you know, <laughs> I still don't understand it, but maybe Reggie saw something in this kid to make him this pick. When the Raiders selected at 42, they selected Menelik Watson, and there was a lot of head-scratching. Uh, many many hadn't heard of him. I mean, I hadn't. Uh, Mike Mayock seems to love him, but he seems to be very, very raw. What can you tell us about him? Yeah, I, I, when I saw the pick, I went, who? I mean, <laughs> I, I saw Florida State play. I, I knew they had a couple of pros on that line. I knew they were very, very big, but it wasn't an offense that blew you away. I mean, Clemson was the best offense in that league, and they struggled to score at times. I, I watched them in the uh, in the Orange Bowl, and although they, they won handily over Northern Illinois, it took them a long time to uh, to put them away into the third quarter against an undersized Northern Illinois defense. So, you know, I, I can only, you know, you can only go with what they project him to be. He's a 300 pounder. They like him. Um, but it wasn't a guy who, you know, it, who raised eyebrows. It, it has been, or at least was in the early rounds, a lineman draft, an offensive lineman draft. But, you know, would this guy have been available in the third round later? I don't know. The biggest thing is he's big, he's strong, and he's very fast. He has good footwork. So, you know, the one thing I could tell you is experience with linemen in the NFL it takes a lot to learn the hand position because holding is something that we're very, very used to with incumbent Khalif. Let me hold your hand, Barnes. I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. And I can't take it, man. Uh, Khalif, let me hold your chest, your nose, your ass, whatever, because he gets called for holding more than any player I can remember, except maybe Robert Gallery. No, Gallery wasn't that bad. So, welcome to the Oakland Raiders. Hey, man, we need you. We need offensive linemen. We need depth. Hopefully, he can be just like Reggie from The Matrix. Obvious. Yes. Can predict a guy that can help the Raiders out pretty soon. I think he's a project, but we shall see, man. There's a player in here I love, man. C.O. Moore. This guy is insane. I love his tenacity. I love his speed. I love his confidence, man. Morty, Moore can cover as well as rush the quarterback. He's versatile. He's quick. His feet, he's crazy fast. And he will do great compliment to Roach, Burnett, uh, and everyone else in that in that linebacking core. This is Jeanette Thompson on the phone. I have with me linebacker CO Moore. CO, welcome to the Oakland Raiders. Thank you, man. It's a blessing and an honor. I'm I'm proud to be an Oakland Raider now. Well, I have to say, I think you were probably the most energetic draft choice we've had on the phone yet. Uh, what what gives you that energy? Uh, you know what. It, 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 me, man. I bring juice. I bring energy. I bring fire. I bring passion, dedication, will. You know that. That's just me. And you know what? The great thing about it, the coaches know that, and they know it's not you know false bravado. It's just me how I am. You know they saw that throughout the week that I was there, or the half of the week that I was there at the Senior Bowl. You know, being that they coached me up, and uh, you know it's just a blessing to get an opportunity to work with those guys. And you know I'm just excited and happy for the opportunity to go out there. And, you know, help be a part of a great organization, man, and, uh, you know, try to try to do things the right way and, you know, be a guy that, you know, changes, changes and, uh, you know, for the better. 
Well, it sounds like you've got all of the elements that the Raiders require. Um, another thing that was pretty uh, outstanding or, or stands out immediately is the fact that you come from uh, UConn uh, as well as one of our, another energetic players that we have here, Tyvon Branch. How cool is that to, to kind of get reunited with someone that you're already acquainted with? You know what's crazy, man? Tyvon was the guy that actually brought me in on my official visit to UConn. He was the guy that I was with. So to, to go over there and be a part of the, the Oakland Raiders and to be with that guy, it, it's just a blessing, man, because he was the he was one of the guys that I was with when I first came to, you know, um, UConn uh, for a visit, man. So I'm just, I'm excited and I'm enjoying the blessing, man, because uh, now they, they, you know, they really know the type of people that come from UConn, man, and uh, they know what it is with, with, with our program. And I'm just glad to see that, you know, UConn is, you know, getting, getting some respect, you know, because we had a bunch of guys this year coming up. Well, I, I did hear you in a, in a previous interview, and you stated that you wanted to be the best linebacker in this class. What does it take to no, be I the I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want to be the best linebacker. I am the best linebacker. And Tell the, the truth. The Oakland Raiders made the best decision by choosing the best linebacker in the class. I don't care about the guys that went before me or whatever the case may be. I am the best linebacker in this class, and the Oakland Raiders made the right decision because they got the best one. What brings that strong attitude that you, you are so confident in your skills? Because, you know what, um, number one, my coaches have put me in a position where I can feel and I can believe to that level because they gave, they gave me all the tools to not have a true weakness in my game. They gave me everything to, 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 to not come off the field, to be a DN, to be a linebacker, to be a free safety. And I've done each and every one of those positions at a productive level um, throughout my career. So, you know, I don't know what other linebacker has that to their credit but myself. And um, you know what, there's, there's not a guy that's hungrier in this, in this, in, in this draft than myself. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here to outwork any and everybody. And I, I bring on all opponents. I love it. This is a great pickup, I think. And I think he's going to make a great, easy transition to the NFL. I'm looking forward to this guy because, you know, he could, want, he could be the weak side linebacker we've been looking for for a long, long, long time. And he is a guy that's going to be able to go inside on the A-gap and make it happen. So, welcome, man. Welcome to the Raiders. I love it. I think that this guy is going to be really, really something to watch out for. So, Raider Nation, we're going to see him in camp. going to see what he can do. We're going to see him on the field. I think this was a great pick. So, uh, I'm not surprised with this move. But it's just names you weren't expecting to hear if you know what I'm saying. Now, this next pick is very intriguing, but a big question mark to me, too. So the Raiders traded their fourth-round pick at 100 to acquire their fourth six-round pick of the draft. The Raiders chose Arkansas quarterback Tyler Wilson. <laughs> this guy is the, <laughs> as Gruden says, He's a test crash dummy. He is a brave quarterback who stands to the last second to deliver the ball no matter what. Gutsy kid with some some issues throwing the football with velocity. His short game, if short game isn't bad, it's his long ball 
that loses loses velocity and drops early as he passes. He can see the players, however. You see all the passes they've shown with this guy where the ball fades. Well, if there was just a little more zip on it, that would, ball would have been right in the, the basket, right in their hands. So, you know what I like about this kid? He's elusive in the pocket. He gets the ball to the right place in the first part of the field. His short game is good. It's his long game that he has to work on. This could be our our starting quarterback, as Jaws said, and as I could certainly see it, if he contains that poise with a better offensive line, this kid could be dangerous. I like it. I like the pick, uh, but I just don't understand it. You know, if there was someone with the same value, I don't know. Do we need a quarterback? No, but we got one, and I'm glad it's him because there's a lot of accolades behind this kid, and Gruden, I think, thinks his his kid has something, as do I. Welcome to the Raiders, Tyler Wilson. Welcome to the Raider Nation, brother. You're going to have a hell of a time here. And another six-round pick saw tight end Nick Casa from Colorado. Now, he's a converted defensive end to tight end, which makes him a much better blocker, which he is, and he's a much better route runner than Richard Gordon, and that's no no doubt. So, Osbury and Gordon might be on the way out here with these two tight ends we picked up in the draft. We shall see. But this guy is raw. Another prospect, but, you know, he's got the physical skills. They need to coach these guys up, just like McKenzie says, and that is true with all these players. Latavius Murray. (laughs) I was blown away by this pick. I love this pick. I love this pick because of the type of player that Murray is. This kid... (laughs) <laughs> this kid at 6'3", 223 pounds, he's kind of like between Eddie George and Harvey Williams. You know, the tape shows that he is a bruiser inside. He's a north-south runner, but he's got rabbit-like feet, man. The guy can really change direction quickly and smoothly. Smooth is the word I would use to describe this running back. I like it. The other thing that is very cool He has not fumbled in 407 carries, not one time. So he looks like a good reception, too. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. I like this pick. We could have really done very well with this. Like I said, these guys need to be coached up because I think Reggie has talent here. I think we really did a great job. And here's another really good pick that I think – we we got away with because I love Tennessee. I love the program, and we got some good players out of there. And we pick up our second tight end in the sixth round, Michael Rivera, the guy from Tennessee, like I said, good player. He's got good hands. He's not got the size. He's probably not a great blocker, but as a receiver, he's probably very good, probably be used in certain packages, but you just don't know, man. You don't know which one of these guys is going to rise to the top and become a bruising animal, a specimen, someone to go to the Hall of Fame. You never freaking know. That's why we got to give him a great chance. Michael Rivera, 
Welcome to the Oakland Raiders, my brother. Now to the biggest head scratcher in the draft for me, Stacy McGee. This guy is a defensive lineman that has had off-field issues and questions about his effort on the field. Certainly not someone who I believe fits the bill for the new Oakland Raiders. A very questionable pick for me, even if there's someone just a little bit less talented, I don't know if I would want to bring all this baggage into the locker room. You know, he's going to be another project, but, you know, we'll just have to see how his production is. Who knows? Maybe McKenzie has an idea of what's happening with this guy, but, you know, I don't know. Big head scratcher for me, though. Um, We'll see. I hope he could turn things around. Maybe he's the badass we need as a defensive end. I don't know. I hope so. I think all these guys, welcome to the Raiders. But that was just a head scratcher for me. Listen, I'm not saying anything bad about any of these dudes, man, because they're Raider Nation now. They are Raiders, and I want them all to do great. Just don't know why we picked them at this particular place (laughs) or if we had to. That's my question. All right, let's move on to the next guy here, Butler. Al Davis would have loved this pick because the San Diego State wide receiver ran a 4-3-7-40. He is definitely one of the faster guys in the, the draft as far as wide receiver, and I like his attitude. I really like this guy. I think Butler is going to be very productive as far as his play, and he'll be a great addition to the locker room. I like how he is. His father was a former Atlanta Falcon pro cornerback. Uh, So, you know, this guy transferred from USC to San Diego State because he wasn't going to get his playing time, and he did a fantastic job there. I tell you what, man, the guy loves football. He wants to play, and I think that he'll be a guy that could really work his way into the lineup because I love his play, and I think he's going to have the brains, tenacity, and physical prowess to make it happen. This is Jeanette Thompson for Behind the Shield. On the phone, I have with me wide receiver Bryce Butler. Bryce, out of San Diego State, welcome to the Oakland Raiders. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be part of Raider Nation. How was the phone call that kicked this day off for you? Man, well, it was actually a couple phone calls. Um, Ted Gilmore, the receiver coach, um, you know, for the Raiders, um, was my receiver coach at USC before I transferred to San Diego State. And he called me about 10 minutes before I actually got drafted. And it was just like, hey, man, you know, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get you. I'm trying to draft you. I'm trying to draft you. If you have one more pick or whatever, um, and, you know, hopefully we can get you. And then... You know, I was like, all right, coach, you know, I'll definitely be a Raider, you know. And then, uh, sure enough, like 10 minutes later, um, I was on the phone, I think, with the general manager, and he called me, and, you know, shoot, I, I, I don't really know how to explain the feeling. Um, it was just so much emotions running. I, I was so happy as far as, you know, just dreaming as a kid of, you know, getting drafted in the NFL and playing for the NFL team. You know, this is just the first step, and, uh, you know, I'm definitely um, – Excited, I'm blessed, and I thank Jesus Christ for the opportunity um, to play football. 
David Bass. <laughs> I love this pick too, man. This is the monster. <laughs> they call him the beast. They call him the beast back home. He is a beast from Missouri Western. Defensive end, David Bast. Dominant in Division II level. He blew people out. He was all over the field. He's got a great tenacity. He never stops moving. His motor goes north, south, east, and west. I think he's an overall solid selection, and he's got a bunch of upside. He's played basketball. He's got excellent feet and hands. He's jumped up, blocked a bunch of balls. I mean, I love this pick. This is a great pick, and I'm hoping that he gets coached up the right way because this guy could really make it happen. Hi there. Welcome to Fox Sports Draft Coverage. I'm Laura Oakman, joined by Alex Marvez, Peter Schrager. We're talking about the Oakland Raiders. General Manager Reggie McKenzie said an interesting quote. I always love hearing the GM say the difference if I draft the player, the best player available, or the need. What Reggie said was, I think you draft the best player and fill that need down the line. They need a lot of players. They have a lot of needs. <laughs> so give me a grade on how the Raiders did, how Reggie did, as we see this new direction. I'm giving the Oakland Raiders 2013 NFL draft an A. Wow. wow. I mean, this is a team that is so behind the eight ball because of what the prior regime put them in. I mean, look, when you trade for Carson Palmer and you give up all those picks, last year Reggie McKenzie's first year as GM didn't have a first or second round pick, and his third round pick was a compensatory pick. So he told me at the owners' meetings, yeah, we had Russell Wilson really high on our board. Couldn't get him because we we're so far back in the third round. Didn't even have a chance to draft him. So what do they do this year? They have the third overall pick. They don't have a second round pick. They trade back with Miami. They get the 12th pick and they pick up that second round pick. And I love what they did both in the first round with DJ Hayden, who a lot of people said the Raiders were willing to take him third overall. They get him 12th overall, a star cornerback. Everyone talks about D. Milner. A lot of teams had DJ Hayden rated just up there with D. Milner. They get a star cornerback that they need. And then the second round, Menelik Watson. The kid from Manchester, England comes in. Only a few years of football experience, but he is an athletic specimen and a talented, smart kid. He's going to play for them. And then I also like Seal Moore out of Connecticut. This is a team, the Raiders, that had a lot of problems last year, salary cap issues. They've shed themselves. They've completely started anew. And they pick up three talented players I think are going to make immediate impacts. And then fourth round, they get a kid named Tyler Wilson. And the joke I made was, you know, when was the last time Matt Flynn was a quarterback and he wanted to see a kid named Wilson backing him up? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work out well last year in Seattle. Maybe it won't work out in Arkansas. The Arkansas kid comes in here to Oakland. But he's a player that a lot of people like his toughness. I think he'll push Matt Flynn a little bit. This is a great draft. A for the Raiders. I got a B. And, you know, look, it's an amazing story on DJ Hayden. Let's not forget, this young man was 15 minutes from dying last year after a practice in Houston. He got hit by a teammate's knee in the chest, and it ended up severing a vein in his heart, and his stomach started to fill with blood. And fortunately, they were able to go ahead, and because of the great treatment of the University of Houston medical staff, the trainers there, able to get him to a hospital and able to save his life, literally. And then you go from that all the way now to being the number 12 pick. And like you said, they would have, he would have been potentially picked at number three. The Oakland Raiders didn't really, to me, receive the type of compensatory value for that number three pick that maybe they, they could have had they done this. This trade wasn't finalized until two minutes were left on the <laughs> clock. Miami Dolphins offer that second-round pick, and the Raiders, hey, look, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. So they were very desperate <laughs> to go ahead and get a, a, a second-round pick, get any sort of value, especially thinking that D.J. Hayden may still be available on that board. They were going to be able to get a corner no matter what it looked like at number 12, so they weren't falling 
too far back. You know, if you're a Raiders fan and the quarterback situation is such a mess, you're hoping that Tyler Wilson can avoid the same fate of mid-round picks like Andrew Walter, of Marcus Tuiasosopo, of Terrell Pryor now apparently, since he really doesn't seem to be in the plans, I think, going forward. I just think that was an Al Davis pick that they're going to basically shed themselves up at some point with Matt Flynn uh, now you know, getting all the, working with the first team. It isn't even an open competition really yeah. at this point in Oakland. So maybe Tyler Wilson can avoid that same fate. And you talked about the Oakland Raiders and the salary yeah. cap. Next year, the Raiders are expected to have more than $40 million available. And with a lot of teams struggling against the salary cap and so many players on one-year type contract situations in the NFL, I think the Raiders could get awfully good in free agency awfully fast in 2014, but they got to get through this season. Yeah, we talk about in Ozzy we trust in Baltimore. I think it might be time to say in Reggie we trust. I know the wins and Super Bowls haven't been there, but no, he's got they a plan. Ha- no, they haven't. Yeah. No. He's got a plan. And, you know, Menelik Watson, I want to go back to this guy because this is a kid who played soccer, had a very serious ankle injury when he was living in England, turned to basketball, played at Marist for a couple of years, then ends up at Saddleback, and then finally comes to Florida State where he's a star. He also had a boxing career. I mean, this is a guy who's been well-traveled. He's ready to play in the NFL. And I had him rated above Kyle Long. I had him rated above Justin Pugh. I had him rated above a lot of these guys that went before him. So I think the value there was really strong. I thought he was going to be a first-round top 20 pick. Yes. I love what the Raiders did. Give me an A. And I like what you said in terms of a plan because they don't have the wins of Super Bowls, but for so many years where we've tried to figure out what in the world they're doing, that's the one thing with Reggie McKenzie. Yep. You can see that they're in, a, they're in a direction. Well, right, but now the heat's on Dennis Allen. It is. Uh, it is. I mean, and look, Especially some, when you get a cornerback in the first round. I mean, Dennis Allen should know if this guy's the guy. And they're right. spending a first-round pick on a corner. Dennis Allen should know this is the guy. You know, it always sounds great to rebuild. It always sounds great. Yeah, we need two or three years to work our way out, and then you're 4-12 and 12 again for a second, third straight year, and the fan base disintegrates even further, and people lose patience. I hope that Oakland Raiders owner Mark Davis has faith in Reggie McKenzie and will allow him to see this process through but not sure about Dennis Allen. You know, a lot of pressure on him. He made some poor hires last year. Now Tony Sperano is going to be running this offense. Do you have any confidence at all in this Raiders team winning more than four or five games? And that is a problem. So it may look great on paper right now what the Raiders are doing. That's why I give him a B. But will Reggie McKenzie be able to see this whole thing through? Can Can Dennis Allen do the same? Good questions, gentlemen. Thank you for the insight and thank you for watching. Make sure to keep it logged on to FoxSports.com for all your NFL coverage. Well, that's what I got, Raider Nation, this week. Those are our players. Let me tell you, there's a lot of big question marks when I heard the draft. When I was finished, I looked at it. There's some names I'm not sure of. There's some places I'm not sure of, but I do know one thing. You got to give Reggie a chance. You definitely got to give these young players a chance. Because I believe if we're going to go anywhere in the future, we must have faith in the organization. If they pick these fine young men, hey, man, they are the Raider Nation. (laughs) They are the 2013 Raiders. And we better hope and pray that we see very many of these guys on that first day of the first real game in the NFL. Guys are going to prove to us that they're going places and we are going places. I love it. I truly do. All right. Let's get to the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. You know what, man? It's starting. <laughs> Here it comes. Like I said, OTAs right around the corner, then training camp. I am pumped. Can't wait to see these guys. I can't wait to show you. And you can hear these guys when we interview them. I am pumped. All right, let's get to the phone line, shall we?
Well, Raider Nation, here's our first call on the bone line. We have Raider Sid from Moval. What is going on in the Inland Empire, my brother? What up? This is Raider Sid from Moval. And I eat. Holy shit, draft day, man. Reggie McKenzie prays down. Gets the 12th pick in the 42nd. That's fucking genius, man. You know, I'd love to have one of these elite top players, but you know what? You can get kick-ass players all the way through the fucking draft. So this is what the Raiders are doing. No more of these fucking crazy-ass Al Davis bust your motherfucking wallet picks that are all flashy, and the next thing you know, we are fucking dumping them a few years later. Fucking right on, McKenzie. Now let's get some good picks. Come on, Raiders! I really can't remember when the Raiders traded down for more picks. It's always been the flash in the pan. Literally. I like the picks. It's a new era for the Raider Nation. Something different. Something strange is in the air. I'm feeling championship. I ain't kidding. Thanks for the call, brother. And next we have Squeaky Clean, Raider Jake from Conrad, Montana. You know I'm just ribbing you, brother. <laughs> I love it. What is happening, my man? Hello, Raider Nation. Hello, Raider Greg and Randy. This is Squeaky Clean Raider Jakes calling in from Conrad, Montana. Yeah, Squeaky Clean, my ass, Raider Greg. Anyway, so I listen to your latest podcast. The draft is coming up. I hope we pick somebody we can really use, like defensive help. A couple of wide receivers, but let's build a defensive and offensive line first. And I've been saying it since the early 1990s, once the old man L. Davis is out of the picture, maybe we'll start winning. I hope so. I just forgot to touch bases with the Raider Nation and go Raiders. I am out. You know, that's funny you would say that, Jake, because I've been saying the same thing for a long time. No disrespect to Mr. Davis. It's just it seems like his organization was not supporting his decisions. His organization was not helping him make the right choices. So we got what we got. I think we're in the right direction. We have offense and defense, but we do have the best players available on our board. Not anybody else's, but I don't really care about anybody else's. I just care about ours. Great call, my man. And next we have the original Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. Been listening to this young man for some time now. What is happening, my brother? Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. What's up? This is Raider Chris, Scranton, PA. Uh, first, I have to officially change my Raider name because apparently somebody in Cali decided to use Raider Chris, which, not hating. Go right ahead. You're in Oakland. You can do what you want. I'm officially changing it to East Coast Chris. Uh, I don't think anybody's got that yet. If they do, I'll come up with something else. But uh, get that out of the way. Number two, just want to let everybody up to date on my mom, who, if you've been listening by now, has been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Uh, she did have the surgery. took six hours. Removed every piece of cancer in her body. Uh, as of now, she's cancer-free, tumor-free. So Raider Todd, thanks for the prayers. Raider family, thanks for the prayers. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, thank you. Um, she's been fighting this like the son of a bitch, and so far she's winning. So just want to keep everybody up to date on that. Moving on to 
not sad news, but pissed off news. Hayden from Houston, who almost died on the field? Are you kidding me? I thought Reggie had this planned out to the pinpoint. Called other teams to see if they were going to draft Floyd because he decided, you know, we, we can trade this pick, get the picks that we need, and still get our guy. I thought, this guy is a genius. And I'm sitting back, I'm thinking, here we go. We got we got Floyd, we got our man. Good for you, Reg. I'm, I'm going to start believing. And then you come out and you and you pull a DeMarcus Van Dyke kind of move? Are you kidding me? Terrible. Terrible first-round pick. Hey, and I hope Hayden proves me wrong. I hope he turns out to be one of the best. But I don't know, man. It, 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 oh. I'm sure your phone's blowing up and you're getting mixed reviews on this guy. But uh, just a... To me personally, is a bad sign, bad draft, and uh, you know there's there's people on there that we needed more on there, like Floyd. You know we could have used uh, Werner from Florida State. Just I would have taken Xavier Rhodes over this guy from Florida State, but just just horrible, horrible pick. So Raider Nation, Raider fam, <laughs> get ready for round two. It's gonna be interesting. Raider Nation, this is East Coast Chris, and I'm out. Like that fat girl in dodgeball. Well, first of all, there is only one and only Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. There's no other Chris from Scranton, PA calling this damn show. That's for show. And you are an icon here in my eyes for damn sure. The second thing is God bless you and your family, especially your mother, who's fighting this thing tooth and nail. she got to have a little Raider in her, that's for sure. Uh, God bless her and you guys. I know it's been tough, very tough for the family. And I uh, know the prayers for the Raider Nation are out to you, my brother. Now, as far as DJ Hayden, of course, I almost fell off my bar chair when I heard that name, too. But, you know, I just have to give it to Reggie, and hopefully this is the best choice. I don't know. It was not my choice. It was his choice. And if we get another Charles Woodson, well, or a Darrell Rivas, or a player of that caliber, it will be well worth the move. There was other questionable moves in this draft. I mean, come on, the guy that played one year at uh, Florida State. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of questions in this draft. They're going to be answered this year, and Reggie's going to be held accountable. So i got to give these guys the benefit of the doubt, and let's just roll with what we got, and then we can critique them after the end of the season. I feel you, brother. Trust me. It's not the draft I was looking at. I'm sure it, well, we weren't the only guys thinking that. That is a fact, Jack. God bless you, my brother. Raider Chris from Scrad, PA. That's who you is to me, brother. And next, a longtime listener and a longtime caller. That would be Obi-Wan Raider. <laughs> What's up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider here, calling in from Houston, Texas. Long time, no time. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Good hearing you guys again. Uh, wow, DJ Hayton. I'm not sure how I feel about this pick. Uh, I applauded Kenzie and Allen and Mark Davis uh, moving back with Miami to the 12th spot. But I thought for sure it would have been Floyd. I thought it was shaping up perfectly. We recoup a second-round pick in that fucked-up Carson Palmer trade. And uh, we have a chance to get a blue-chip player like Floyd. 
I don't know, DJ Hayden. I don't know how I am about that. I really, I don't know, man. Could be the next Charles Woodson in his prime. Could be the next Fabian Washington. Who knows? Menelink Watson, second pick for us, number 42 overall in the second round. A lot of people are wondering about this pick, but I'm going to tell you right now, Raider Greg, this is actually a very, very solid pick, and I'll tell you why. Footwork-wise, weight, height-wise, okay, criticism-wise to a certain extent, and just sheer power-wise, he reminds me a lot of Lincoln Kennedy. I know that you and Raider Randy will remember him from the right side of our line when we were back atop the AFC West. I think this is going to be a good pick, if for nothing else, and then get the hell rid of Khalif Bond. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back. I think their uh, next pick's going to be on defense. If Tyron Matthew is there in the third round, I think he's going to be the pick. All right, guys, that's my two cents on our second pick. Love, peace, and chicken grease, Raider Nation. Obi-Wan Raider, out. Love, peace, and chicken grease. <laughs> that is some funny shit, man. Hey, like I said, Hayden, and this character you're talking about, uh... There's a lot of question marks in this draft for me. Certainly not what I was looking at um, on my little draft board and my melon. But got to give them a chance. They're all Raiders now. We got to be behind them. And they got to be behind Reggie because if they ain't doing it, then Reggie's going to lose his job. And then we'll, we'll have to have him lose his job because we can't have another draft like this if it don't pan out. And that's a great analogy. Woodson or Washington. Oh, man, or Buchanan or Gibson. The list is too long to talk about. Thanks for the call, brother. And next, my very good brother from Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania Raider. What is happening, brother? I know, I know. Yo, what's up, nation? This is Pennsylvania Raider. Uh... Just like everyone else, I'm uh, where I was watching the draft. I'm actually driving myself to work at 4 a.m. here. Saw that the Raiders, uh, with the 12th overall pick, picked this guy. I, I think his name's DJ Hayden. I mean, you know, like me and I think pretty much the rest of the people, I didn't really know who this kid was, you know, but I was excited. I said, okay, you know, maybe he's a sleeper diamond in the rough. So what I did was I went on YouTube. I looked at some of his uh, games from college, and uh, all of his highlights um, are basically um, when the offense would run um, a hook and lateral, uh, he would either he would either intercept the ball, which is great, or he would knock it down, which is also great. But that's basically pretty much all he could do from what I've seen. I mean, he. Other clips on YouTube, if the offense ran any other kind of offensive pass play, he was getting smoked. I mean, he was getting burnt like there was no tomorrow. Also, he can't tackle worth a shit. I saw him, like, I saw a few clips, and there's not that many, but he he can't tackle worth a shit, this guy. Kind of an important attribute when you're, you know, a cornerback in the NFL. And again, you know, when you look at these guys on the on the tape, you look at, you know, you look at every aspect, and and a lot of times you'll look at these corners, and they don't want to they don't want to go in there and tackle anybody, and that was that was something that we looked at, and, and DJ was was 
more than willing to go in and, and, and put his nose in there and, and tackle people. So uh, I think this guy's a complete corner. Yeah, so I don't, I mean, I don't know. And I mean, and then they were running this, I mean, apparently this is this kid's story. Last October or November or something, he, he had to have surgery. He almost died. He got hit in the chest. I guess his heart almost exploded or something. So he hasn't played in a game since that. I mean, how's that going to affect his game? I don't know. Lots of question marks on this first pick. I mean, you talk about a roll of the dice, this is it. Well, but then again, with Al Davis, we've been rolling the dice for the last, I don't know, 10 years in the draft. So I don't know. I'm hopefully optimistic. Let's hope he works out. Hopefully he'll be the next Namdi. Hopefully. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I hope Reggie knows what he's doing. He's He's got his matrix, the plan. So I don't know. We'll see, Nation. Uh, until then, this is Pennsylvania Raider, and I'm out. That's right. Uh, a lot of people were stunned and amazed at the Hayden pick. He does have some good film, but everybody in the draft has good film, brother. Everybody. The last guy. <laughs> the last guy in the draft's got good film. So, what are we going to do? We're going to wait and see. I don't know. But I do know one thing. The coaching must improve because these guys are raw talent. they got to get the right coaching. And like Reggie says, we got to coach them up. Well, you better coach them up with some coaches who know what the hell they're doing because last year's coaches sucked ass. So we shall see. This draft is Reggie's either coming out party or is going down party uh, because we are all very, very keen on this draft class. I am anyway, and I'm watching to see if we make it or break it because uh, we better be making it or he's going to be breaking it down the damn road. Thanks for the call, brother. And next we have Raider Rob from Maryland. He's sounding pretty positive, man. What's up, Rob? <laughs> Hey, hey, Greater Rob from Maryland. I like the draft. I like that offensive tackle they took. That guy's going to be a fucking badass dude, too. I'm in, dude. Go Raiders. We're going to kick the shit out of some people this year who don't even fucking realize it. But, yeah, and I saw you on uh, Raiders.com, your picture. Good shit. Have a good day, man. Looking forward to this year. Go the fucking Raiders. Well, there's a positive attitude, very short, very sweet, but that's kind of how we have to look at it, man. I mean, breaking it down, we can look at each guy, we can tear him apart, we can see how they can't be successful, how they can be successful. You don't know shit till it happens on the field. We're going to be looking at these guys in the OTAs and training camps so we get a good look at the future of the Raiders. You know, it takes two years just to get someone acclimated to the league, so we got to give him at least one season. So we shall see, my brother. And next we have writer DK from Fontana, California. What is happening, man? I know it's hot down there, brother. Raider DK from Fontana, California. I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't get more for the first-round trade. Only a second-round pick. And go down... A Glad we got a quarterback. I hope he's, you know, a good future, left the story. Kind of worried about his injury, but it's a good story. But nevertheless, 
uh, just excited about. You know, I hate the Cowboys fans. We've got a Thanksgiving game. You know, hope we beat them. We're really excited about the future here. Uh, we should have got more for a first-round pick, but really happy about the giraffe. All right, have a good one. Yeah, here's another Raider fan who really, hey, man, you know what? <laughs> Nobody was really happy. You didn't hear it on the TV. You didn't see it in the bar we were at. You didn't see it at the Raider party. When they announced the first pick, everyone was like, what? Huh? Who's that? Very few people were excited about DJ Hayden, honestly. So let's just hope the draft is something that we can start to build from. But we better have three players, at least three to four players that are going to start this season and start well, not just start. And as far as beating the Cowboys, well, you know, we got a young team. I'm not expecting very much, but I hope we beat somebody. And the Cowboys are just as good as anybody else, brother. Thanks for the call. And next we have the icon from Illinois, my good friend, Raider Maniac. Very good caller, man. Pay close attention. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Maniac. I can see that Reggie is building for the future, which is a good thing. He made 10 picks out of 7. That's not too bad of a deal. Hopefully these players we've got it will pan out in the future. We'll be a better team. That's third overall pick. I'm glad that we didn't take Sharif Boyd. We really need to pick up a second-round pick. That's most important. One of the most important picks in the draft, even though I am kind of puzzled by the pick of uh, Menelik Watson. Tony Sperano is really, really going to have to work hard with this kid because he's not there yet. His footwork's not very good. And stuff like that, but whatever. We needed a right tackle anyway. As far as if we would have stayed at the third pick, the guy I wanted us to take was actually the guy that the Dolphins took with that trade, Deion Jordan. I'm looking at our division and the teams we play outside the division. We need to have a pass rush, and we just don't have it. Deion Jordan would have given us that with all the quarterbacks we face. But anyway, we got a second-round pick. We got a good first-round pick. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Now on to the schedule. Opening weekend, Indianapolis Colts. We'll be there. Looking forward to that. Seeing Lucas Oil Stadium. Seeing the Raiders in 2013, what they're going to look like. Then we'll be out there weeks four and five against the Redskins and the Chargers. Raiders all day, every day. Now this is a man right here who knows what he's talking about. Raider maniac, pretty damn smart. We have no pass rush. We had no pass rush last year with Tommy Kelly and Richard Seymour. And we didn't pick anybody up that's going to change that at all this season. 
So I know DJ Hayden's going to be running his ass off, trying to deflect balls, intercept, and everything else. Our secondary is still better than it was last season, but we have no pass rush at all. So my main concern was we needed to get someone to help number 99, Lamar Houston, to get up in there. He was double-teamed all year last year because he was the most productive defensive lineman we had. So it perplexes me. I don't know. I just don't think that uh, this draft was anything that I thought was should be. So we shall see, man. We got free agents. We got a lot of things going on. So... We just have to look at OTAs and the camp and see where we're going to end up at the beginning of the season. I'm so glad you're coming out for two games, man. It's going to be great to see you. I can't wait. Go Raiders. And next we have Raider Grant from Salem, Oregon. And hey, this is a Raider fan pretty picky about what's going on in the organization. And he ain't afraid to tell you what he thinks. Let's hear what he does think. What's up, man? Yo, dude, dude, yo, 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 dude, <laughs> like I was saying, the 2013 draft would define Reggie McKenzie and the direction the Oakland Raiders were heading. With that being said, I believe Reggie McKenzie and the Raiders are in it to win it. Woo! What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Nation? This is Raider Grant up here in Salem, Oregon. I just want to give a shout-out and kudos to Reggie McKenzie and the staff for turning seven picks into ten through the draft, then immediately picking up the 14 best undrafted free agents on the market. I give them an early grade of a B. But, of course, it could have been an A. In my opinion, uh, we could have solidified either the offense or the defense with our first four picks. But, unfortunately, we have more holes to fill than the Kardashians and didn't go that direction. Other than that, I feel we could have uh, done better with a fourth pick as we could have landed better talent needed than starting a QB controversy. I uh, didn't need that. thought we should uh, ride out Matt Flynn and uh, Terrell Pryor, but it looks like we added someone else into the mix. Uh, blue to sixth pick. As we could have landed King on Barner instead of Latavius Murray. Barr was a multi-talented player and could have played immediately in the running back, slot, punt, return, and kick return. Only upside to Murray is he's a better blocker. And remember, Barner was almost uh, in contention for the Heisman Trophy. If not for uh, sharing carries with the Black Mamba, blowing out teams, and two poor games called by Chump Smelly, his numbers would have uh, only been better. At least this time after the draft, I don't feel like my gooch beard has been ripped off in one fell swoop. I'm actually excited and ecstatic, and I cannot wait for the season to start. I cannot wait for the Raiders to get out there and put these guys to the test. Other than that, uh, I feel that, uh, you know, he did a really good job. Messed up a couple blocks, took some gambles with the number one and number two pick, but... You know, those are boomer bust picks. If they boom, he's the man. If they're bust, then I guess, uh, you know, better luck next year. And I can't wait for next year's draft. I'm, I'm really excited. You know, this uh, got some negativity. This draft got some negativity off my back. I hope uh, the rest of the nation feels the same. Anywho, I want to uh, say we would have, could have, should have, but didn't. Welcome aboard new players. Strength and honor. May the force be with you. And go Raiders. 
Yeah, you know, there's some questionable picks <laughs> for sure. Uh, I don't know about uh, the the free agents. I'm sure they're they're fine. We have to see how it all pans out. Uh, but you know, man, I'm just not feeling it. But I have to feel it. These guys have to be given an opportunity. The quarterback pick, I don't understand that. I don't understand it at all. I don't understand the one year uh, at Florida State guy. I don't understand a lot of things in this draft. But this is the way we're going. This is what's going on. And really, if you think about it, it's better to have 10 picks than 6. But if you get 10 turds instead of 6 diamonds, it's a difference, man. So it just depends on the talent you bring in. And I hope he brought in some talent because his ass is on the line well, within the next season to show something. And if this draft turns out to be in the toilet, well, I don't know what to say except for goodbye. And next, a guy that has the knowledge and he has got the way to deliver it. I love it. The Surface Radar. <laughs> Get ready to Great Green Nation. Um, this is the Circus Raider. Uh, I've watched the draft, had a bit of time to think about it, and uh, there's just a couple of things I want to say. Um, the first one is, I like the way Reggie traded drafts. Uh, I think out of that top 250 football players coming out of college, he's got more of them into our practice squad um, than we started with, and that's a good thing. And uh, I would definitely take first round number three, first round 12, and second round 12, because... Um, as you've all said, Greg, it's a crapshoot, and I'd rather have two rolls in that game than one. Uh, and this is a deep draft in a lot of positions. Um, the second one, and this, this was the thing I specifically wanted to say. Um, a lot of people have been talking about um, the merits of taking a cornerback in the first round. And I've heard a lot, of, a lot of, of commentators saying that they are players who don't have an immediate impact and they can't change your defense because you can shut down one receiver and the rest of the defense can still suck in pass coverage. Um, I don't know where they're coming from there because they don't sell those cunts in fucking pairs. They're not like pheasants where you go and buy two. Uh, yeah, they come singly. You've got to build them up one at a time. Now, I like Jenkins. I think Jenkins is a good free agent acquisition. And uh, I think DJ Hayden, if he trains on, will, will complement it nicely. And I think that Tracy Fort can play well in there too. I think it gives us a lot of options. Um, yeah, we're, we're strong at safety with Branch. There's the makings of a much stronger secondary in there. I don't know how you can turn around and say it's not worth spending a first-round pick on a quarterback because yeah, every championship team that, that I've seen that's dominated has done it from having two cornerbacks who are shutting down the wideouts. Yeah, that's it. Hayes and Haynes. Yeah, we shut down the corners. It freed up the rest of the defense to go and attack the quarterback, shut down the running game and yeah, get the job done. So turning around and saying you can't, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mistake to use a first-round draft pick for an impact on a cornerback. It's just fucking dumb. It's a passing fucking league and if you, like me, don't want to spend this year watching an air attack of Dresden proportions bombing the shit out of us. Um, yeah, draft that fucking cornerback. Let's get some pass protection in there. Let's see what happens. Um, and that's all I want to say about that. You know, I like what Reggie's done. Um, in his position, maybe I'd have taken a pass rusher on the cornerback. But uh, you know, I like the Hayden pick. I think he's picked the best cornerback in the draft. I, I'll give him that. And we need cornerbacks. So all in all, I like it. Um, that's all I want to say. I'm sure lots of other people are going to say lots of other things, so I'll get the arse out of it and take a touch of your valuable time. Uh, as always, thanks to you and Randy for the time before you're making this happen. 
Um, Ray Nation, I think there's a lot more to be enthusiastic about than there was a couple of months ago. Uh, I think this is going to be a team that, um, while it might not be win many games, it's going to be rewarding to watch. So uh, I'm looking forward to this season. I think there's going to be something in there. That's all I've got to say. Surface Raider, I'm out. Go Raiders. Well, there's an enlightened perspective. I like it. It makes perfect sense, really. We did need a pass rusher, and it is really hard to come by 315-pound men that can run a 4840. Uh, it's really hard to come by guys who've got the great footwork and a three and a five technique that can get back there and pummel the quarterback. I understand that. It's just as hard to find a guy that can cover someone for the, the amount of time it's going to take for our defensive line to get on there, too. You really can't lose either way. However, the Raiders have a very long history of picking turkeys as defensive backs. On one stretch, I believe, we took 10 defensive backs in a row per season for 10 years and panned out with nothing. So I just am very leery about the defensive back pick. I think that's probably more it than anything else is that we picked so many turkeys that we're starting to look like a turkey farm in the defensive back ranks. This is a new era. This is a new guy picking. This is a new, there's a new energy in the locker room. And I, too, am looking forward, and the rest of the Raider Nation is, too, to this team and how well they play this season. Hey, man, I appreciate the call, and the insight is refreshing. It gives us all a different view of what could possibly be this season. Thank you, my brother. And next, the man that really needs no introduction because he does such a fine job of introducing himself. It is... Money Man has spoken. Raider. I love this guy. <laughs> yeah. This is Money Man has spoken. Raider. Hey, Greg. Hey, Greg. I saw you had a wild wing player. Like you had it going on pretty good up there. Like you had a great time. and Surprising. We had a great draft. I'm like, okay, uh, we traded down in the first. No, traded down nine slots. And still got the player we wanted and got a second-round pick on top of it. I'm like, okay, that'll work, Delton. Got, you know, got the cornerback. He had a little hard problems and all with the incident that happened in Houston. But he was very talented cornerback, so we can't knock that. Yeah, he's fast, but... Unlike the drought in the past, he can actually play. And then we got Melanie Watson, some predicted to go in the first round. We end up getting in the second round. Guy has quick feet and quick hands, you know, so it's just a matter of time for old, you know, false no start, Khalid Bond, you know, there's not a new backup, so that works for me. In the third round, we got old. Oh, we got an old dog there with C.O. Mo. I'm like, okay, he probably don't, don't fill in for what Willie did for last year. He got mean, nasty. Swear to God, he's the best linebacker regardless of where he was drafted. And that's all right with me. Just get out there and prove it, player. And in the fourth round, we got my own homeboy, Arkansas. Represent that, Tyler Wilson. So, uh, yeah, 
I believe Matt Flynn might have to look over his shoulder again for another Wilson coming at his job. And that works for me also because you know how I feel about that situation with him and my boy Terrell Pryor, but I'll get on that at the end. And we didn't have a fifth-round pick, so we moved on down. In the sixth round, we got a couple of tight ends, one blocking, one receiving. That worked for me also. We got Nick Casa and with Michael Rivera, who got the super hot sister that's on Glee, and hopefully he'll make us forget about her for a minute anyway. Then we got our running back for the future, man, Latavius Mary. Oh, I like the highlights on him. Now he can translate that to the NFL, you know. McFadden, you know, we might have to worry about him getting hurt all the time. Works for me also. And then, you know, Richard did something that you know, surprised me, but then again, I he probably realized how he really butchered the draft last year with that seven-round pick of Nathan Stupar when I was screaming for him to pick Vontez Murphy. And I believe he uh, took heed to that mistake he did last year and grabbed the station McGee. This guy trouble too, but he can play. And in the sixth round, I'm like, round like that, why not take a chance on a guy that's got no trouble? No trouble career. Ain't no big deal about that. If you know, we continue to fuck up, then we'll just get rid of him. But if you pan out, we got us a steal. So, you know, you in a win-win situation for us. I'm concerned with a six, seven-round pick. And in the seventh round, we got a wide receiver that a lot of people, I believe, overlooked because at one time when he was at USC, he was a beast in Bryce Butler. Yeah, he transferred down there to San Diego State. And, you know, you didn't hear too much about him then, but he back with his old wide receivers coach up there in, in uh, Oakland. So I believe they're going to bring a little something out of him, and he'll be the wide receiver that DHB never was a deep three. And with our last pick, we got him. So we finally addressed the pass rush a little bit uh, with David Bass. I'm like, he's from a small school, picked up a lot of sacks, and they must know he can do a little something or they want to draft him because I believe, you know, I draft people now. They did a really good job scouting the department. I'm very proud of them. And I believe this guy can come to the next level and, you know, be just as destructive as he was down there at the you know, school he just left. So that works for me. I, like I said, I'm very impressed with our draft. I get ready to eight miles on our draft. And then we'll get on back to the issue that I do have. You know I always have issues with the Raiders. And that's with my boy Terrell Pryor. Now, I'm quite sure that we all see the writing on the wall. As much as I like Terrell Pryor, they're not going to give him a fair opportunity to be the quarterback here. I believe it's really bordering on bias as far as Dennis Allen concerned. He done held the boy back, sabotage his career to the point. I'm like, you might as well just go ahead and just trade him. There's, you know, like I've, I've been checking that out, and Philadelphia has a good defensive end in Benny Curry, and Cleveland has a good defensive end in Ball Shear. I'm like, Trade him now, 
Cleveland wants a quarterback. They GM don't even like Brandon Whedon. And I know Chip Kelly up there in Philadelphia would love to get his hands on Terrell Pryor. So it would be nice for him to go ahead and make that swap, and Terrell can go ahead and, you know, he can actually, you know, progress in his career as far as being held back here not doing shit but holding the clipboard and on the scout team because that's all that's going to happen here. And we can get a defensive end that can get out to the quarterback. And then once again, that's a win-win situation as far as I'm concerned. And, and saying all that, Greg, I'm looking forward to this season. I ain't, I've never been this thrilled in quite some time. So you know we've all been through some trials and tribulations with these boys with Al Davis running our draft year after year. And now we got some positive spin on this, and I see in the future things are going to be looking up for us. And, and saying that, I'm out. Rest in peace. And as usual, you come out with the knowledge. CeeLo, awesome player, great linebacker. Bass, I think that was a great pick. I like his tenacity, and if he can match his attitude up with his skill, we got ourselves one hell of a pass rusher. McGee, man, I don't even get it, but I hope it works out. We do have some talent. It's up to our coaches to coach him up, which is my major concern at this point. But we shall see, man. I'm excited. I mean, I'm really excited for the first time in a long time. We're going to see the Raiders do some different things with a bunch of new players. I don't expect Super Bowl. I just expect plays. Some good ones this season. Thanks for the call, man. Very nice. And Terrell Pryor, I'm telling you, man, he's going to have to get out of Oakland because the writing is on the wall for that young man. And next, a first-time caller, Raider Robert from Great Falls, Montana. What is happening, my brother? Hello, Raider Nation. This is Raider Robert, the Hammerton from Great Falls, Montana, a first-time caller. I'm very pleased with our draft. Let me go quickly through our draftees, and I wrote these down a little so it goes easier. So first one, we'll go with DJ Hayden, cornerback. I believe he could be a, uh, be our new shutdown key, uh, quarterback if he's able to get back into shape and play at the level he did in college. So his, his unfortunate um, thing in his chest was uh, it's very sad, but I believe he's going to bounce back and be uh, a great addition to our team. Uh, the Austin tackle, uh, Minlick Watson, the British gentleman. As uh, Dennis Allen and Reggie started, uh, stated, this guy played very well for such a short time at FSU. He has great upside, and hopefully he will we'll have our new right tackle to replace Barnes. Thank goodness. I'm so tired of Barnes. Seal Moore, linebacker. Wow, wow, wow. This guy is really, really good, and he has great attitude. I just love that attitude he has. He is so much better than Slow Mo McClain, a.k.a. star of CSI Alabama. This could, be, this could prove to be a big steal in the third round. Next up is Tyler Moore, QB, from Arkansas. This guy could be our QB of the future. Everyone needs to watch some videos on him. He is the toughest quarterback to come out of college in a long time. Also, his, uh, he came out after, if he came out after his junior year, there was talk he could have gone in the first round. Uh, he, was, uh, he was considered much better than Brandon Whedon or Ryan Tannehill, who were both first-round picks. Uh, he was considered the third best QB of the uh, out of 2011. 
His downfall that happened in his senior year was with, uh, was out of his control. Arkansas fired Bobby the Deuce Petrino and the offensive coordinator. His top three receivers and other top players on Razorbacks were gone as well. I really look forward to seeing him on the field. I think he's going to be really awesome, and this guy is just great. I like the videos. You guys have got to check him out. Our two uh, tight ends that we picked up, Nick Cassa and Michael Rivera, I think he's going to prove uh, much better upgrades than what we have currently uh, on the roster. Uh, Case is a good blo- uh, blocking uh, tight end, and Rivera is a really good receiving tight end. I mean, the guy has some good video. You guys check him out. Uh, Latavius Murray, running back, I think he'll be a help our up, uh, help upgrade our backfield. It'll be interesting to see who he beats out to stay on the roster because you know we've got so many backs right now. We got like I think four backs right now, and I think we only really need three. Plus, keep one on the practice roster. Uh, Stacy McGee, defensive tackle from Oklahoma. This is my only question mark, um, and I didn't like this pick really. He was an above average in college, from what I heard, but he could be better if he gets his head on straight and quits hanging out with the wrong crowd. I mean, there were rumors of marijuana and some other stuff. I just don't want. This is not a typical Reggie pick, so he must have found some things out that uh, show this kid's turned around. Um, we'll have to see on that one. I, I would have rather took another defense tackle at this position on the, that was on the board than this guy, just because he had character issues. But we'll see what happens. Uh, Bryce Butler, he has potential to make our roster, but we have so many young receivers now. I just don't see it. I really think he'll make the practice squad personally. Uh, David Bass, wow. He, him, Tyler Wilson, Seal Moore, and DJ Hayden are the guys I'm, I'm psyched to see in Silver Black on Sundays. I think everyone needs to go out and check out. There's a four-minute video, highlight video, that I guess he made him, his, his, uh, his agent made uh, on him, and he is a beast. He had like 39, I think, and a half sacks. It's a record at this Division II school. So, and he is big. I mean, he's like a man among boys in that level. Uh, it'll be, I think it will be an instant upgrade to our defense ends and go opposite Lamar Houston. This undrafted free agent that we picked up, a guy that's a wide receiver slash running back named Sam McGuffey from Rice. This guy is the only guy in Rice history to ever have 1,000 yards in rushing and receiving in the single uh, season. It's amazing, this guy. This could be a great find for us. I want you guys to go out and check some video out on this guy. I think we might have found a dime in the rough, our next slot receiver, and uh, a good gunner on on our special teams. So uh, check him out and uh, let me know your thoughts. God bless the Raider Nation, and God bless America. Well, thank you for the call, my brother. I think you're wrong about Butler, though. I think Butler's going to come in and make some room for himself on the offense. I think as a wide receiver and a punt returner, I think he's going to take the job away from our good man, Jacoby Ford. I like his tenacity. I like his attitude. I like his play. When he played at USC, he was a beast. I do also like the beast, Bass, I do like him a lot. There's a lot of players on this roster I think are going to be okay. We're going to get a a short look at them through OTAs, and then we're going to see a real peak during training camp. I can't wait. The Raiders have already given us our permission, of course, to have passes to both these events. We are so very, very happy about that. Thank you for the call, man. It's good to have Raider fans throughout the country And uh, you keep calling back, my brother. Well, Raider Nation, this should be the last time I'm speaking out of a tin can. We had some issues with our provider of our 800 number. Randy's been working his ass off trying to make it happen. We'll be looking at the OTAs. We'll be looking at training camp. We have open access to both. 
and to, to press conferences and the like. We are really ready to head into this season. We'll be giving you what we see right there on the field. It is an exciting time for the Raiders. It's an exciting time for the Raider Nation. So much change, so many new players, so many new faces, and a great new attitude in the locker room. I'm glad we're here. We're here at the beginning. Some of these players will be gone. Some of them will stay and be famous. They'll have jerseys in the stands. And those are the, the players we want. We want those players to develop here before our very, very eyes. And I think we're going to see it. Well, until next time, hopefully the OTAs will be well underway. We'll be able to tell you what we see and what we hear. For now, I am Ready Craig, and I am out.